Hey, it's bold. It's Christmas week. And sitting around the table today, I've got Larry Tyler. Hey, guys. Joe Graves. How are we doing, fellas? And myself. It's Christmas week. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Merry Christmas in Spanish. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. <laughs> I, I don't know Spanish. That's really all I got. Uh, Uno, dos, yeah. tres, uh, you chimichanga. Know. Yeah, you know. Whatever, Tacos. Taco, burrito. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. That's all I got. <laughs> well, I hope it <laughs> is a Merry Christmas here. for everybody listening. <laughs> I, I hope that you are uh, walking with Christ as we as we talked in the last passage in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through uh, 26. We talked about walking by the Spirit instead of walking by the flesh and what that looked like and what the attributes of walking with God develops and you know the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Right. So uh, I hope you all considered that this week. And Paul is going to finish out this chapter, or finish out this book, excuse me, by talking about carrying one another's burdens. Yeah. I mean, this is such a big thing. It you know, is so one of the, big. We got hung up on, well, if I do one of these things that are fleshy, does that mean, it, you know, it says here that anyone who does these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so is that going to be me? If I get drunk, am I not inheriting the kingdom of God? Yada, yada, yada. And we kind of got hung up on that yeah. in our live teaching. Now, tonight we address that, or Paul addresses that in his Correct. writing, right? Yeah. Which is kind of neat. Uh, this, can we it, dive into it? Yes, absolutely. Chapter Go for 6, it. verse Look, 1. Yeah, verse 1 is going to be a big one. I think verse 1 and 2 here, It's I think it's, it's a very... Uh, application-based yeah. section. So yeah. let's have those first couple verses. And so he says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person come back to the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. Now what version are you reading? This is the NIV. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I'm good with it. I'm yeah. good with NIV. It's just worded a little differently. Yeah, just than, a little different than, yeah. than normal. But it, it is true. Uh, you know, if somebody is overtaken with wrongdoing, uh, the ones that are spiritual should be there to restore a person. Yeah. Um, so is there a restoration? If I get drunk or whatever, oh, is absolutely. there restoration? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There, there's this yeah. restoration yeah. idea. Absolutely. First of all, what's it mean to be overtaken by transgression? What, what is he talking about? Stumbling, Stum- the yeah, stumbling we, we talked about. Stumbling, yeah, yeah. I'd what say stumbling, stumbling, or just or, or it, even a prolonged stumbling yeah, too. Even sure. even you know if I mean? it's an intentional stumbling. Well, yeah, but you've re- you I think all stumbling is somewhat well, intentional. No, I, no, well, like <laughs> so, I mean, somewhat. You're, well, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, it, somewhat. It is, there, there's a desire there in in your heart. We and, have to and, come to terms with that. And but, like John said uh, last week, that if you're in the bar and having trouble with, you know. Uh, go home. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Go so, home. The, you yeah. know, but I think there are times in life, and, and, I, and try to help me out here, where things things happen. I'm in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Something happens. I'm talking to my insurance agent. Something goes sideways. And, and you I get angry. And I just oh. flip out all of a yeah. sudden. Mm-hmm. This That's what I'm talking that about. That yeah. happens. That happens. That happens. Yeah. And, and, you know, but we don't let that control 
who well, we are. Yeah, or, or I'm standing around a group of guys and we start telling stories and. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it gets a little dirtier and yeah. a little raunchier. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious, right? And yeah. I'm laughing. I'm cutting up. And then I get in the truck. And I yes. say, oh, man, yes. that was you not. You think of your wife and that your That doesn't honor my That's, wife. Yep. That doesn't honor my right. girls. That's, oh, man. I don't it, it honor those I, guys that know that you're a Christian either. Yes. Yeah. And that, that hurts yes. your, what, what they. That hurts the yeah, Lord. It hurts. Yeah, that Is what that hurts. Yeah. Which intentionally, which hurts you also. Okay, so we're there. We've we've faltered. Yeah. We've stumbled. What notice Paul says, restore them with a gentle spirit. Have you ever noticed, guys? Have you ever noticed? Have you ever done this? Because I have, and I'm just going to be frank here. Someone, uh, John, Frank, Bill, you know, whoever you are, who are you? Uh, you know, to say, boy, <laughs> how could you do that? Yeah. But just the week prior, I was doing something, maybe not that, but ten sure. times worse. But yeah. I don't do that. If not yeah. worse. You, oh, yeah. oh, you do yeah. that? Yeah. You know, I'm telling you, this, e- is, equally, this is big. Equally stinky in God's sight. Yes. So, sure. Probably uh, worse, <laughs> what I'm worse, saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then have the audacity to say, brother, what the heck's wrong with you? Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I get this. What is this gentle spirit? It's humility. Humility is, humility. A, good, is a good word. Yes, it's humility. And what else? The The lack of... That condescending spirit, sure, yeah, you know that. Well, really, I mean, we, we've I mean, got to see it as mission, right? Yeah. Mission. So, so, so there we go. Like if someone word. is overcome, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back to the right path. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, this is uh, there's a there's an aspect that you know I, I, I once heard this, uh, and there's a you know we live in this culture where. Uh, uh, it, it it is said to be wrong to put expectations on people, right? Now, I don't believe that. I think expectations are a good thing. We all should have expectations on us and for those around us. Expectations are good. Otherwise, you can never achieve. But our culture, and, and maybe, oh. sorry, I'm a millennial in the room, but uh, our culture screams you shouldn't put expectations on. Well, they wouldn't say you shouldn't. <laughs> uh, their issue with the word should in popular, I mean, even in training manuals at companies, we're seeing this more and more, right. should is being alleviated from the everyday vernacular because it it imposes guilt. If you don't do this, you're putting guilt on it. Here's the thing. I think that's hogwash. I I want to point out very clearly, Paul says you should. That means if you're not doing it, there should be guilt attached. You know what I mean? Guilt, but love. The Christian church. I think love is the component. The guilt for those who are holy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like we have an obligation to we receive do. back. Christians are some of the most the 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 worst people to shoot their own. Oh, you they know, they're the most judgmental and people. Eat them. Just eat them alive yeah, and spit yeah, out the bones. It's yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I mean, that's what kind of what Paul's talking about here is there's an there's an implied command on the on those who are holy. He says to restore those those who are godly, restore those who have fallen off. Whether it's a, a, a a stumble or prolonged stumbling, we should be ready to receive with That's gentleness. Right. And what's the very real danger that we face as a church if we don't do it this way? What's that? What are we? What are we facing? Well, we put a barrier to Christ. That, That's right. That He doesn't put Himself. Yeah, well, you're going to push people away from Christ yeah. if you do not take the time to bring people along. So 
you know, this is this is something that we need to take very seriously. Um, and and how do we, how are we going to apply this then in the church? The you know, how do you apply that, John? Well, you know, I think I think this is one of the big uh, uh, aspects, one of the big thrusts behind programs like Celebrate Recovery and stuff like that. Uh, we partner with Living Hope or Living Free here in Scott County uh, or Harris County. Um, I, I, I mean, that's one of those avenues where, where we do that. The other applications, though, is simply being honest and transparent about who we are, mm-hmm. right? None of us are perfect. None that's of us right. have, have lived a perfect day. And, and, you know, we might be tempted to, you know, and I know I struggle with the idea of thinking um, that I've got a lot of things whooped. Um, but but I need to walk in that humility. Yeah, you're realizes, better than Hitler. Well, I am, but <laughs> anyway. Uh, the, the, Look, no, wait. <laughs> Hold on a second. Now, I'm sorry, John. That was a low blow, but... Look, if if we're not honest, like you're saying, if we're not yeah. honest about it, that we have our own flaws. The only difference I've between me and that guy that's the addict sitting across from me or the guy that's stumbling with pornography or he's in an affair, the only difference between that guy and me is that I've been walking with Christ and I haven't taken my eyes off of Christ Yeah. at this point. And I may need that brother to come alongside of me eventually yeah. and help drag my eyes back to Christ and— yeah. Remind me that that is the key to walking in the Spirit with God. You know, we just went through this. But, you know, there's, there's another aspect here. Share with each other's burdens. Uh, no, sorry, uh, be careful. Second part of verse 1. Verse be one, careful yeah. that you do not fall in the same temptation yourself. Yes, right? yes. And so we've got to be sure to have a, a, an objective <clears throat> view of the situation, right? Um I am only saved by the by the crucifixion, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's right. That's the only thing that saves me. The only difference between me and Hitler is 80 million Jews. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, he really uh, took his eyes off of Christ. Right. He he, <laughs> he really did. I've got, you know, and he knew this better idea too. of be he careful. He was actually a, a church member. He he knew. He knew He better. knew better. Poor Theology, but knew, yes. knew better. Um, but his his line here: "Be careful that you don't fall into the same temptation yourself." Well, how could I fall into that temptation? Well, when we start thinking we got stuff whooped, we can fall into temptation. That's right, right? Absolutely. If I think, well, you know, like because you get lax, I'm going to start hanging out with Joe. No, sorry, uh, that's okay. That's a guy like me. You know, uh, you you're know, lucky. I'm going to start hanging. <laughs> <laughs> lucky to come out alive, brother. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start hanging out with with uh, Fred over here, who is an alcoholic, and I'm going to go. I'm going to start. Here, here's the issue that we see a lot. I'm going to start going to the bars and trying to befriend him and stuff like that to try to uh, entice him to come out of this lifestyle. Listen, he's not coming repenting. That's right. He's not coming wanting a difference. That's right. right. He so he hadn't hit the point in his life where to, he's ready for a yeah. change. We've got to be careful not to inject yep. ourselves into a situa- situation where that becomes a place where I can lose my testimony. Because yep. what happens when I start drinking with them and get a little too comfortable yep. and drink a couple too many mm-hmm. uh, mimosas? <laughs> so he I, says, carry one another's burdens. Carry it's the burdens, right? Drink. Yeah. And, and, and clearly, you know, carrying that burden uh, – as you're pointing out here, is not becoming burdened down with that sin again. Yeah. But it is caring for that person in a way that— So, so that, what's that mean? Yeah. What's well, it exa- mean to carry a burden? Well, Joe, here, here, here's one aspect of that. When I know, Joe, you're having a hard time and you need 
Like you, you are fighting through this temptation routine and you're wanting to change your past or whatever. Well, I can carry your burden by saying, Joe, anytime you call me, anytime you call me, regardless of what's going on, I'll be there for you. That's, that's one right. way I can, I can do it. And now, so listen. that's a, that's a, in a way you're putting up with a person, right? In, in a way, I mean, you, there's a certain it's, amount of it, having accountability, to, right? Yeah, There's a certain amount of having to say, yeah, okay, this guy struggles with this specifically yeah. Yeah. and he needs strength and accountability. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and there's going to be some putting up with this guy might stumble a little bit, you know, and you can't get and short might, with him. And, and he might make it, uh, um, he might become a nuisance to me. Might, might well. That's a very real yeah. aspect. And so we have to be careful in, in, in that practice to be very careful as to not become short, not become short. Yes. But also we've got to be careful not to over extend ourselves in some ways yeah because that's going to open know, us up you, you to said, more sinfulness you said something at the very very beginning of that it was profound it was mission oh okay do you remember saying that what what was you what were you thinking when it, you said it, that well it's our mission to restore that's right. right yeah it's it's we we're serving christ greatly when we do this with the right mentality and the right heart yeah i mean there there's Correct. nothing greater i think you can do than restore a brother's faith and keep him from going back into that yes. same whatever. That's that's right. That's it's right. How you go about it, though. But there is, is a the, you know the, here here's the struggle that we have to face is there is a um, uh, a balance to that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. In, in in professional ministry, we have a term for some people. They're uh, EGR people. Uh, EGR people are extra grace required people, and it's kind of our tongue oh, in cheek. It's that's probably. A, yeah probably not a very good way to describe people but there are some people who will just wear you thin mm-hmm. and there if you were to say to one of these people hey listen you call me and i'll be there for you they will call you every three yeah. hours yeah it'll be rough and then they'll expect you to answer every time regardless of whether it's 2 30 in the morning or whatever and there's a season maybe for yep. that yep. but, but we know, have to teach people how to grow yep. and and restore and sometimes we're going to have to say you know what i can't deal so with you anymore that, because it's going to lead me in, into the sinful path in as well. that proper restoration there is the word accountability that's right okay yeah yeah so that's where it gets most of these egr people know their egr that most of them know what they're doing yeah. and it, it's selfishness usually i yeah. mean let's yeah. be honest yeah. they, they realize where they're at and what what they're doing um but uh notice he says that in in verse two that you're fulfilling the law of christ what is this law of christ because that's kind of a churchy religiosity well, kind of term what is this law of christ we, we think about the context where he's originally writing this and and he's combating the law of moses right mm-hmm. this ritualistic uh uh, uh religious uh, uh platform mm-hmm. uh and he's been inserting christ and how christ changes all that and now he uses this term i think for the first time in galatians now he uses this term, the law of Christ. That's right. He, now, now he hasn't so. defined it. I think, but it's really tongue in cheek, you know. As he says this, you're 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 fulfilling the law of Christ. Well, what does Christ require of us, and and what has He accomplished? The righteousness bestowed upon us from the cross is what's in mind here, right? Sure, but I think there's another aspect too that Paul's trying to remind uh, the Galatian churches that well, when when Christ was asked. 
What yeah. is the greatest? What, yeah. What's the yeah. greatest commandment? Yes. We he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, but also love your, your neighbor, neighbor as, as yourself. You, you but you can't be selfish and fulfill this kind of ministry. No. That's right. No. And so there's this aspect of fulfilling the whole law, yeah. not just loving God, but being selfless yeah. you know, in that, your walk You remember Christ. what we talked about yesterday at the elders meeting? I do. It's exactly where God was leading me this week. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what I was trying yeah. to say. Yeah. I mean, from the weekend service, it was phrased like this, blessed people, bless people, people, right? Yes. It, blessed people, we understand what we've received, we turn around to those you around know, us. And it's always about the other person. But we've got to remember here, he's also putting a strong warning for the what he defines the godly, those who are in a good place, a strong warning not to get sucked in. Yeah, so there's this that's, balance. That's big, yeah, I, there's I, this, I, I, didn't, I mean, all of Christian life is all about balance, is it not? Yes. Discipline and balance, discipline yep. and balance, and so and and so you know yeah, bless people, bless people, restore mm-hmm. people gently, uh, uh, with great care, and you know allow room for repentance for restoration. And, and you know, and, and sometimes this is hard. You know, I was talking with someone uh, recently about uh, uh, Naya's biological father, and the struggle that we've had, I've had really in that we've. We've wanted to keep that door open to him so that restoration can be possible with him and I. And that's been, man, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do that. Of course you don't. Right? That's my girl. Because at that's what your... point does it become destructive? Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. well that, that's just yourself. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's sinful. Yeah, that's, that's you know, just it's, yourself. That's me. Because yeah. you're but, her father. I'm yeah. her father. That's yeah. right. And so yeah. you're responsible for that's that right. spiritual that's growth. Right. And that's so, right. You know, there, but we've got to be people of grace. Yeah. We do. Yep. We've got to leave the door open for yep. if you ever want to repent. Yep, the door's here, buddy. and there's the yep. key to that door. But it, it, but it's really I can't block the door and say, well, no, no forgiveness, uh, uh, no room vacant at the end, right? Uh, I I can't do that. Even with though your flesh probably wants to That's shut right. that door, yeah, I get yeah. it. And I so we it. need to be ambassadors. It really Second yeah. Corinthians five. We've got to be ambassadors, pleading people to yes. repent, to turn back. The door's open. Yeah. We're not making it harder for you to come to Christ, as the Galatian church was by saying, "Hey, you've got to com- complete this law and this rule and this rule and this rule to become a Christian." We've got to remove all man-made barriers and say, look, listen, the pathway to the cross is available to right. all who repent. Yeah. We're not the gatekeepers of Christianity. Yeah. yeah, We're not. Absolutely. There's this idea of self-responsibility yeah. in, in this section, you know, that he continues on in verse 3 through 5. For if anyone considers himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Let each person examine his own work. And then he can take pride in himself alone and not compare himself to someone else. For each person will have to carry his own load. Yeah. How about that? Uh, how about it, huh? How about that? Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't say, well, I'm better than Hitler. <laughs> we can't do that, John. We, 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 no matter how hideous and heinous the other Person was because we're all responsible for our own load, and so am yeah. I. So then the other question then it becomes: What well, am I being responsible with the load that's given to me? Bingo! Because Christ go. is only ever going to compare Jackpot. you to your own yeah. life. I'm responsible for for my choices, my that's actions, right. and my responsibilities. The road He put not you Hitler's, on, that's, right? Yeah. And so I've got to I've got to own up. And why well, it it might be easy to say, well, you know, I'm better than him. It's easy God, to say, but it's, this it's bad, hard. To, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to admit that our own path is just 
as hideous and would send us to hell just as quickly as it did Hitler. Well, yeah. It's oh, yeah. hard for us yeah. to admit that. Yeah. But and it's but it takes away from the grace of Christ if we try to cheapen it by saying I'm not as bad as X, Y, and Z. But are you as good as I've created you to be? That's the Christ. And I that's think, really where I we think need that's to what hit. Christ is going to ask us one day: Is what did you do with, with what I with gave what you? I gave you? Yeah. yeah, and the ability yeah. to learn. The Why didn't kill eighty million Jews? Yeah, but did that, you care for your wife? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, What'd I mean that's go? it. I yeah. know. It, I know, exactly. Larry. I know. It, it's very difficult to, to wrap our head around, and it's natural for us to want to make ourselves look a little bit better or feel better about ourselves by doing that. But we have to begin to take self responsibility to another level. And look at that. Be careful. Pay careful attention to your own work. Yes, your right? own. It, and if you do that, I think you'll have the proper spirit when you go yeah. to rescue your brother. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. You know, just down the road from this book in Philippians talking about our savior in, in, in Philippians two, uh, this is that song one through 11 in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Yeah. Let each of you look not only for out for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Yeah. And then it goes in. He came as yeah. a man. We should have the same mindset of Christ, Christ. slow being God yes. in the very nature, didn't yeah. consider equality with, with God. God to be something to be grasped. Yeah. That's right. So, guys, th- this, I, I think the danger here is that we might find that we have a, a blind spot. That <laughs> you think? Yeah. That, <laughs> that you probably got, if not one, at least several blind spots in your life that you don't realize what it is you're doing to other people. That's my great fear. Mine that, too. Mine too, that, Joe. That there's I, something I you, about me that's off putting to Christ. And and I I'm oh, I want to examine that, gosh. right? Yeah. I want I want Christ to examine, but I can't let that paralyze me. No. Right? I have to keep moving forward with God and with Christ. But And if you uh, you know, that's a good inventory to take with Christ yeah. alone in the woods. If we ever get to the point where we yeah. think I've got all my blind spots figured out. Uh we're starting to get uh, into dangerous territory. You're, you're on thin yeah. ice, man. I mean, maybe we've got an idea now where that blind spot's at. Yeah. Maybe there's an idea. This is my area. But maybe we don't always realize when we're exhibiting some of that attitude. Yeah. I, I mean, think, yeah. We, we we really need blind spot indicators, don't we? We do. Like but, for cars, you know, <laughs> like in, on your on your mirror. Re- mirror yeah, yeah, yeah there's one like, coming there's, up yeah, here. Yeah. There's what, I mean, we, we need, and Wouldn't I think maybe not, we have that. We do. When we look at what Paul said last week with the fruit of the spirit and the and the and the results of the flesh, those are blind spot indicators that something's not right. And and I I mean, is it shouldn't that be built into our hearts through the power of the spirit? Yeah. I believe I mean, if we're walking with God and actively connected to Christ, yep. those blind spots do appear. Yeah. But it's something you have to stay connected to the vine. We yep. talked about it last week that staying connected to Christ is the key to walking in the spirit. You could become disconnected, you're going to start walking in the flesh. It's it's simple math. It's going to happen that yeah. way. Sooner or later. The big thing here is verse 5, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. It's I mean, yeah. it's I, I I don't think there's any need to expound any more on that. We're all responsible yeah. for our own, not yeah. yours. I'm not responsible for Joe's conduct. And Joe's not responsible for mine. That's right. But we are responsible to each other. To as each brothers. other. That's right. Right. That's, that's kind of like not a, for his conduct, right. but to the, for the, the 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 reception and the and the uh, receiving. 
and the repentance and all that. So he's going to move forward from here, uh, from carrying the burdens and and some to some more um, practical practical advice, yeah. using your resources in a right way. Um, you know, let let one who is uh, taught the word share all his good things with the teacher. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, he will also reap. Because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh. Oh. The one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. It's the picture from C.S. Lewis in Mere yeah. Christianity, mm-hmm. was it, where he talks yeah. about the two dogs? Which one yeah. do you go feed? Which do you feed? It's just like the Indian yeah. parable, you know, you feed, which wolf? Yeah. Right? Are you feeding the wolf yeah. or the, you know, yeah, the, the same idea. Uh, let us not get tired in doing good, good. for oh, we will oh, reap at the proper time if we don't give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all, especially for those who belong to the household of faith. Man, that's a powerful, yeah. Yeah. powerful application. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't boost your missional mindset, <laughs> your your I mean, listen, your wood might be wet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not going to burn, brother, if, right. if your wood right. is wet. So. You know, that, that sums up the law and the prophets right there, too. Yeah. That, yeah. that sums it up. You know, if you sow, I mean, there is so much application in this, feeding? and we got yeah. so little time doing? to talk yeah. about this today. But but if, if you're sowing to the flesh, if you're sowing just to destruction, you're going to get that back. Yeah. It's just natural. And when you say it like that, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it just clicks. If that didn't click with you, your wood is definitely wet. <laughs> yeah. You have to sow time with God. You have to spend time with him. You have to sow things. But, Joe, you don't understand how busy I am, how uh-huh. much I got going uh-huh. on, yada, yada, yada. I don't understand, Listen, do I? N- none of us My have. heart's not beating, is it? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, but that's what we hear, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we hear, well, you don't understand my... Listen, we, we none of us have more time than anyone else. We all have the same amount of time. The question is, what do we prioritize? Well, and, and you know, there's... I think it was... Uh, reading, I think Luther, it talks about there is no circumstances like Solomon said. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, and I was kind of like, you know, saying that you, there's nothing you can come up with in your life. Yeah, John. Yeah, Joe's life, Joe or Larry's life, that millions of guys before us. That's right. And after us can say the exact same thing. Yeah, but where you know how does God's work? get completed if we all just well you know i mean you, like you said you don't understand yeah. how much time the yeah. burdens i carry what i've got to do if what if we all said that yeah yeah where would missions be you, you, i'm thinking about this for a second and i'm not getting political but think think about this the president of the united states has just the the same amount of time as you and me now, John Welch, what did you accomplish today or do today? Well, you know, I read a couple of things. I did, you know, the, the president of the United States, I'm, I don't care who it is. So just pick your favorite pre- president and go, go with it. This person is, without a doubt, the most powerful person in the land today. And he has the same amount of hours each day as you and I do. The question is, what do we do with it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all, it all comes down to priorities. Yep. yep. So what we're going to do with it, it's going to, it's going to matter, you know, what, what do we prioritize in our lives? And, and you know, we're going to reap that yeah, because his word can't be mocked. That's right. And whatever area aspect it is in our lives, he won't be mocked. Yeah. 
whatever we sow. Yeah. Whether in laziness and, and busyness, so, maybe yeah. too much busyness, maybe yeah. too much laziness, maybe too much whatever it is, yeah. we're going to reap that. And you know where it's usually reaped? Through our children. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I begged God to please don't let my sons do. And, you know, I mean, he spared, he spared uh, them because I know how generational sin works. But I still see some of these... Some of these tendencies, yeah, oh, yeah. and I'm, I don't say anything to them. Like, oh my gosh, that's me. Yeah, and I mean, I and it just it scares me to death. And and I know you know with my daughters the same way. You got young kids, Joe. You got kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still what we sow. God will not be mocked. Absolutely not in this life or the next. We will reap, and let's reap a harvest of doing good. Yeah. I think Sammy said it was his favorite verse. I remember him preaching one day. He referred back to this. And so let us not do grow weary in doing good, that we may reap a harvest yeah. of righteousness. Yeah. Especially nowadays. I mean, think about post-COVID oh, church, man. Oh, um, like, it's so... I was talking to a preacher friend of mine today, and how tired we are with just the juggling of the COVID church world. Oh, yeah. And... Um, you guys have to you know, he's cl- He's getting closer to retirement. He's like, you know, I've got two years, and I'm going to be retiring, and... And just walking with a church instead of leading a church. And I said, well, you know, that's good for you. But think, you know, I've got 50 years, you know, 60 years. Uh, think about, well, maybe not. Uh, uh, I don't think you got 60. Uh, uh, unless you but, go preach till you're 95. Go, oh, Moses, go. Yeah, you know, listen, we, we, anyway, the, the, the point, think about how weary the church is today. Yeah. And, and, and really, I mean, listen, this online, well, I won't get into it, but how, how, Honoring we've gotten yeah. in our faith. Yeah. Just absolutely. It's, it's bred laziness to some extent. I mean, there, it takes energy to uh, to bear with one another. It does. And it takes time and energy. And I think that disconnected online church puts up with very little. They they just don't bear with one another, and you're not. How are you? How are you connected On, with anybody? Online church isn't church. That's right. I, I mean, that's really what I've. That's right. Yeah. You know. But anyway, what are you sowing? Well, 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 I don't get anything out of it. I mean, that's one of the complaints in the church world today. Well, there's just nothing there for me anymore. I'm going to go somewhere else. Well, that's fine. One, you know, if you fine. Uh, but but see, see, the Bible that I read doesn't talk about getting anything. Out of it's what you put in, putting into, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. You, like, you, so okay, I mean, don't go find somewhere that'll make you happy. Weary and that's doing. not what we do. Doing, that's yeah, right. it's not watching, that's doing, that's right, brother. It's a man, verb. I'll tell you what, it that is a powerful, it is powerful that's a, word, that's a mouthful, man. You notice in verse eight, I, I found it very interesting that Paul said that, um, the spirit is the provider of eternal life. That it is, uh, he said that the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Yeah. yeah. From the Spirit. The Spirit is that source yeah. of power for us to reap eternal life. I, You know, Christ yeah. did it. Christ I mean, did it on the cross, right? Yeah. He, he paid that price, and the Spirit raised him from the dead. And that same resurrection power— Provides eternal life for us as well. Man, that is a powerful, just Paul puts it all on the table in this section. Um, 
you know, he says, therefore, if we have opportunity, let us work for the good of all. Don't be selfish and hoard it. You know, use your talents yeah. for where you've got talent. If you've got legs to stand on, use your legs for God. Yeah. If you've got a heartbeat, you've still got something God wants you to do. And use it. Yep. Use it for the kingdom, yeah. for the glory of God, not for your glory. You know, I was having a conversation this past week about, um, well, a good God wouldn't send people to heaven. Or, I'm sorry, a good God wouldn't yeah. send people to hell. Gosh. And listen, God's not sending anybody to hell. Nope. He's not sending anybody anywhere. Yeah. You, you, like, he's making. He's letting you make a choice. As Paul says here, those who live to satisfy their, their own sinful nature will, will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. That's right. God it's what's send naturally going to gonna happen. God is That's gracious. He's a, he's a gentleman. He gives us exactly what we want. If we don't want anything to do with God, he's going to say, okay, have nothing to do with me. That is, you know, that's, it, you know it's, it's deep. It's, it, yeah. it, when, when people say that type of stuff, when they say, well, a good God wouldn't send anybody to hell, they don't realize that we were all going to hell anyway. Well, yeah. It was the power of Christ that pulled us out of that natural condition. But really, that's just cosmic mudslinging it because is. we want to justify our own sinfulness, <laughs> don't it we? It is. It truly we is. We will <laughs> jump through every hoop imaginable to be able to justify our own sinfulness. Well, brother, I tell you what, that yeah. that that's a great... I, I love those those arguments, yep. and uh, it's sad when people don't want to choose Christ and they're trying to 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 justify their their actions. But um, looking at these yep. concluding exhortation uh, exhortations that Paul puts in from verse eleven to the end, I'm just going to read it, yep. and then we can talk about it a little bit. Look at what large letters I used to write to you. This was Paul's, yeah, uh, yeah, his, his mo. Right, he would. He would use this in letters. Look at what, because he probably had bad vision, but he, was, he wrote this closing section. Look at what large letters I use to write to you in my own handwriting. Those who want to make a good impression in the flesh, <clears throat> excuse me, are the ones who would compel you to be circumcised, but only to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even the circumcision, or for even the circumcised, don't keep the law themselves. And yet they want you to be circumcised in order to boast about your flesh. But as for me, I will never boast about anything except the cross Come on. of our Lord Jesus Christ. The world has been crucified to me through the cross, and I to the world. For both circumcision and uncircumcision mean nothing. What matters instead is a new creation. May peace come to all those who follow this standard and mercy even to Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble because I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. I mean, what a great yeah. closing yeah. summary. Yeah, he really it's did sum it up. about your physical appearance. They want you to be circumcised so that you look good or they look good and making you look good. Um, uh, it's a physical response when what we need is is what Christ has already offered. And so don't add to, don't take away. It's just what Christ has offered us, and that's what we boast in. Period. That's it. That's yep. it. If you think you're better because you wear a tie or you never miss a Sunday school or you have a certain type of Bible or whatever, if you think that you're a better Christian because of that— or you're more deserving of salvation, you are woefully wrong. Because none of us deserve 
salvation. It's we're, what Christ yeah. has offered. Yeah, we're not. None of nobody's getting what they deserve here. And Paul basically takes a victory lap on this final section and says, "Look, I've shown you. Yeah. I've told you. You cannot find any way to eternal life but through Christ. Yeah. Circumcision, non-circumcision, boast in the cross. You want to boast." Boast about what it's your Lord Jesus Christ. Christ did for you. That's right. That's it. Yeah. There's, there's nothing else. Period. You're done. And that's how he ends the letter. <laughs> he he's like a big slam dunk. Yeah. What else? He took a victory lap, took a slam dunk, and dropped the mic on the yeah. ground. Yeah. And walked out with, "Hey, amen." Yeah. That's so, it. So, uh, praise Fantastic. God. Galatians is an excellent book. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds yeah. us that we find our hope in Christ alone. That's right. That's right. That's you know, all I can you know, say, brother. A good, a, a good question. I think in closing is what kind of what mark has the cross left on your life? Ooh. And he he used strong words. God forbid uh-huh. that I glory in anything. Mm. And look at look at his opportunities to be yeah. rich and famous and it was nothing. Yeah. He was not beat. Rubbish. Literally, he was he was a beaten, dried up, physically, emotionally, mentally. God forbid that I glory in anything yeah. but the cross of Christ. That's right. And I ask, you know, what's the mark the cross has left on your life? Yep. Amen. Amen to that. Hey, uh, listen, that's Galatians. That's all wrapped up. Starting in January, we're going to pick up in Ephesians. Yep. Come and join us on Monday nights at 6 o'clock at the Hub. God bless. Merry Christmas. Have a good new year. We'll see you in January. Adios. Adios, brothers. See you.